What a girl wants. What a girl needs. You. Whatever it keeps me in your arms. arms. Keeps me in your arms is what I need. <laughs> Caitlin Gill, we made you watch What a Girl Wants. A movie Boy, about, you did. A movie about Colin Firth finding it in himself to punch a man and carry a uh, and marry a woman in a cover band. Uh, that's that's what I saw. It was about that, right? A girl wants Colin Firth to marry a woman in a cover band. Uh, yep. We start and end every show by saying at least one nice thing about it, no matter how hard that is for us. We call it the compliment sandwich. As our guest, we would prefer you to go first. What's your major compliment for what a girl wants? Uh, I will say that the coordinated dance, dance breaks were uh, exceptionally well done. Uh, yeah. Congrats to all those extras. <laughs> Who weren't paid for a line, but did have to learn how to dance with Amanda Bynes. I think they did. They they deserve a commendation. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, remind me where the dance breaks were. This was uh, like at the oh, party right. when they start playing James Brown. Yeah, oh, that's the, the one. Dance break. There are a few like coordinate. Uh, what's the word I'm looking? Choreographed breaks, but the one actual dance is at that uh, at that party where everybody she turns it up. She gets yeah. the party going. <laughs> she gets the people going. She hits it with a little red, white, and blue, the, but uh, the American kind, not the Union Jack one, the Stars and Stripes one. And yeah, woo. nor the Croatian. Right, nor the French. <laughs> and and her boyfriend, who works at every fancy party in London, right? He just knows that James Brown song. Of course, he was who does? Man does. And there's yeah. a sexophonist just ready to ready to solo. Let's do this. <laughs> a sexophonist. Saxophonist. Saxophonist. Oh, I like your oh. version. Yeah, said it the way it. that the the British say that. It sounded you, like uh, they played they played sex, and that was their instrument. They said they played sex often. It sure did sound the like most that. often. You might say, "Wow, my instrument is the human body." But oh, oh, no, 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 I never no, want to no. meet that Bridge person. Bridge too far. <laughs> no. No, hemp bag, no. hemp bag, gotta right. go. Yeah, well, I'm glad yeah. I took that lovely moment and ruined it for everybody. Uh, my yeah. uh, my compliment is also for that party, I think it was. Um, oh. I like uh, fancy parties, and one of my favorite things about fancy I know parties this. is their innovative ways of showing off the food that's available. Yes. And mm-hmm. it was very brief. It was like three frames, but they were panning across, and there was, I believe, a tree made out of artichokes. Could be asparagus. Um, okay. Yeah. There was a tree that looked like you could pull edible green things off it, and I can't either big asparagus or little tiny artichokes, uh, but they built it into a Christmas tree, and that was a delightful new way to show off food. Yeah. Yeah. Parties are you know like it's hard because you want everything to be grabbable and at hand and mm-hmm. and be good and also but like pre- presented in an interesting and fun way. See, that's the thing, yeah. and so you got to build build things out of food. But the nice thing about a tree is every little twig is grabbable. Yeah, so, and yeah. Uh, uh, presumably that looks better at the beginning of the party. Later on, it looks like a dying artichoke tree. Yes. Okay. I'm assuming they weren't artichokes, which are a pain in the ass to eat. I Probably think it's asparagus. asparagus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that makes sense, which is just, you know, unpleasant for everybody waiting in the restroom later. Yeah. You know, people talk about this a lot, and I've never experienced it. Am I missing out on something important about um, life? I've eaten a lot of asparagus, and I've never been like, today is an asparagus pee. Oh, maybe every day is an asparagus oh, pee for you. No, that's, actually, yeah, that, you're either you never have it or you always have it. In that case, yeah, oh. yeah, you just might not have the trait that means that you have that. So, so yeah, that's probably why it doesn't make any sense to you. I mean, it's one of those things that people talk about, uh, like diarrhea from Taco Bell, where I'm like, it's a lot oh. of people joke about that, and I don't know if that's real or I'm and I'm just not experiencing. Oh, that's it. real. Yeah, fried food is not for everyone. 
And that, I've that never particular, thought of yeah. myself as hardy, but I, I kind of do right now. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. that's fine. And I, I don't think asparagus pee is debilitating. I think some people are just aware that there's more of a pee smell than they would like. I, I mean, anybody stop me anytime, really. Yeah. No, I know it's a barnyard note. It definitely does, but I don't yeah. think it's everyone. And Alex, maybe you're just really well hydrated. Yeah, man of steel, Alex Falcone. Or man or just, of water. But One no, of literally, two. there are people that aren't that water. just don't have that. Mm. Like it's a it's the same thing as for people who for whom cilantro tastes like soap. That's not uh, everyone. Yeah. It's that same thing. Those unlucky I, I, few. I guess I just I'm worried that maybe like I'm creating these immense scents all the time and just really ob- oblivious to my own. But I also a possibility. Normal. Don't shake that anxiety. You should probably hang on just to that and carry it with you through everyday yeah, life. But if just you're shaking it more than twice, you're just, just playing with yourself. Night, <laughs> Thank you for taking care of that. Uh, speaking of people show. who have it all, uh, my compliment is about uh, Lord Dashwood's estate. Uh, mm. So uh, Colin Firth's character is Lord Dashwood, and he's like less than 30th in line for the British throne or something like that. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in the top 30. <laughs> but he has a wonderful manor, but it appears to be right in town. And I think best of both worlds, right? You got the yard, you got the space, you can run around, have a catch. At the same time, the city's right at, literally at your doorstep. And I, yeah, I gotta say, I it's probably pretty good to be... Lack security on the walls. A lot of people snuck into that house. Yeah. yeah. I did that... Or, or clumsily, in, I should say. Yeah, clumsily. Mm, yeah. Very clumsily. Or in this movie, Amanda Bynes is just the perfect ninja. Oh, she, <laughs> she's she's clumsy seeming, but that's like covering up her skills. Yeah, or she just happened to mistime her landing such that she perfectly timed all the laser traps. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know? I guess that's what that's the, the assumed that there are laser traps. Yeah, of course. But it's just on. the one guy Middle of London, guard, laser trap. and he's like, don't come in here and then everybody just climbs the sidewall and it works out fine for them uh, pay no attention to Jeff he's you know <laughs> it did seem like a nice estate it seemed like a yes. place to jump on a bed oh yeah great place to jump on a bed great place to have a, a library room with many many books good place um, to mistreat yeah. some servants oh man does she ever yeah uh, man, did she ever? A man, did oh, she ever? In, almost. Nope. Yep. Hey, Tanya, I... remember how great Chris's transition was into his compliment? <laughs> yeah, it was real man, smooth. Do I also Silky. have a compliment? <laughs> <laughs> Amanda Bynes, have I got a compliment for you? <laughs> not for you, Amanda. No, not for you. No problem. Uh, not. Although I should point out early, just so we don't forget, uh, we are not allowed to make fun of Amanda Bynes today. Just That's today. A, That's fair. A sponsor rule. That was one of the, our sponsors' requests. Was oh, yeah, no, nice I don't to really... Bynes. She's the victim I, here. That was she's the, already she's been the on the internet. She's, she's, we couldn't say anything that hasn't already been said and true. misspelled and with the wrong yours. Like, it's oh, not, the it's wrong all bad. Yours everywhere. And Always. The oh, yeah. man. Totally. Well, uh, no, I don't have any venom for Amanda Bynes. She did the best she could. You know? We all, we all saw the struggle that was this film. Yeah. And We're her, well aware. Her ceiling might be lower than other actors, but she still played to her theoretical maximum. She did as much as she could. You She's know? the victim here. All right. So, what Ugh. is your compliment actually about? Uh, I just this was hard <laughs> to compliment, guys. Yeah. I I I disliked this a lot more than I thought I was going to. I'm an easy that mark when it comes to rom- to romantic comedies of any kind. I think, until uh, they're about a father and a daughter. <laughs> well, this has some romance in it. There's no actual kissing, I guess, but there's like you know she and this Ian dude have like 
some flirtations, you might say. Yeah, and they kiss at the end, I Did think. You? Do they? Yeah. I don't think yeah. they yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoops. I guess at that point I was too busy tearing my eyes from my head and throwing they, them against the they wall. They kiss in the boat when they're wet. They oh, do? Oh, they do. Yeah, oh, they really do. No. Yeah. Oh, no. Anyway, that's not... Okay, so my compliment is actually... <laughs> for the attire in this movie mm. because sometimes I just don't know that we've made any progress. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're just sort of like, what are we even doing? But then you yeah. see something like this, this delightful time capsule from the past and you realize that there was a time when like part of like boys getting dressed was like a long sleeve shirt with a short sleeve shirt over it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But why? Just, I have different color forearms. Different color. Yeah, no, and it was, it had to be like a long, like, like white billabong like situation sure and then like a band t-shirt over that and then like hopefully your body still looks great under two pieces of cotton that are all like wrinkling against each other baggy yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. so maybe i'm I'm assuming that other people have this question too but since you you seem like you're better position to answer it are we gonna say that same thing in 20 years about what we're doing now or have we genuinely gotten better Maybe, but it just feels, it feels, today feels better based on having seen 10 years ago again. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I just needed that little, like, nudge of reassurance. So, like, oh, things have changed. Yeah. <laughs> We're not just being, like, completely stupid. She also, uh, there's one, like, prominent shot of her uh, bell bottoms. Yes. Whoa. Where they were like, yes. th- it like felt like a plot point that she was wearing bell bottoms. It was really. And yeah. those are in stores right now. They're, yeah. They've come yeah. back. I mean, we do they that thing returns. where fashions from 10 and 20 years ago sort of lurch back into prominence. Yeah. And the sure. only, I do think we've gotten better. I think we've made strides, but the 90s fashions are coming back in full force. And pretty soon people are going to be wearing those baggy flower dresses again with floppy hats and fucking combat boots. And we're all supposed to act like it's okay. And it's not. Yeah. It was not okay then. <laughs> it's not okay now and you see it it's there it's Listen, in your forever 21s it's even just, in your targets they're I coming for you i just want to be wearing a sunflower in my hair like drew barrymore on the cover of 17 <laughs> in 1998 <laughs> i'm just throwing out dates like i know what i'm talking about but i feel like if you look this up you would find exactly what i'm talking about yeah uh, it's okay. Sometimes I, we all just want to go back. It does feel like we go back and forth between baggy and loose, and, or the baggy loose yeah. and, and then fitted. And uh, yeah. I generally think the fitted looks better. Right? Because yeah. you're not a box? Yeah. I mean, it just depends on how you play it. I, I think this this particular like t-shirts over t-shirts thing is, I'm just so glad that's over. <laughs> I, I feel a lot of gratitude <laughs> about that being over. So, you know, I guess that's my wee- weird Weasley compliment that isn't simply Colin Firth got paid because that I'm, was originally going to be my compliment. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you that one just because I'm gonna, even though it was a pretty wee compliment, but I also had a terrible time coming up with compliments. So we're going we're gonna to let that stretch into it. Uh, All right. I, I wonder if the double shirts is just because Billabong was like, you know, we could sell twice as many shirts. <laughs> and one of them can be more expensive because of sleeve. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Charge ten percent more for that sleeve, yeah. So it was a smart move. Uh, it's it's canny on, on on behalf of the Billabong Corporation. <laughs> like there's somewhere there's a Levi's exec that's like, what if people had to wear two pants? <laughs> oh man, shorts <laughs> over pants. Let's do this. Yes. <laughs> that's what it would be. Good morning, meat suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. Oh, this is evening. Jeez. Good evening, Meat Suits. 
Anyway, we are a good podcast, mostly about good bad evening. books and movies and TV, picked for us by our listeners. I'm your host, Alex Falcone, on Twitter, Alex underscore Falcone. Joining me as always, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Mr. Chris Smith. Alex, it's nice to see you again. We got married uh, by a Bedouin tribe some years ago, but I'm not sure if it counts. So, uh, you know, good to see you. Yeah, it doesn't count. Weird. Why not? That's weird. Why? Yeah, why, why the hell not? Uh, mm. Yeah, that sort of felt like like uh, marriage is between uh, one English person and another English person. Uh, it doesn't matter. You don't get yeah. to, you don't get to go anywhere else. It doesn't yeah in a place real. of whiteness or a DMV. Or That's something. what it felt like. Yeah. yeah, yeah, somewhere romantic, like a like a long line at a justice office. Yes, <laughs> um, but no camels around, or it doesn't count. Mm. That was weird. That was weird, right? It, it was. It was odd how how quickly that was dismissed. Uh, also joining us, she's at the Tanya Best on Twitter. Uh, also in our Brooklyn studios, it's Tanya Smith. Hi, I'm the worst use of London calling you've ever seen in a film. Oh, it was so on the nose. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it's just, did you know we're in London now? Did you know no one's ever listened to the lyrics of London fucking calling? <laughs> it's not really like, welcome to London, it's gonna be great. Yeah, this was not written by the London Tourism Board. Right. Like, what the what, you guys? This is not Taylor Swift's uh, Welcome to New York. Yeah. Where, for yeah, some no. reason, New York's been waiting for me. Ugh, it really is waited for exactly no one. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was like because they were trying to make her like cool musiciany, mm. and it just didn't. I didn't buy it. I wasn't buying it. It's mm-hmm. not your fault, Amanda. You're the victim here. But still, well, no. I mean, no one was cool musiciany when they were supposed to be in this movie. This movie doesn't have a concept of what cool musiciany is. No, it's just it, you know. But when you're younger. You know, as, as like a kid, and if we're if we're positing this is designed for kids, you know, maybe like just the fact that there are guitars is like, oh, that's cool. That's that's music. Uh, also joining us today, uh, she's cool and musicy. Our very special guest at Robot Caitlin on Twitter in Los Angeles, California. It's Caitlin, Caitlin Gill. Oh, I love you guys like a million Swedish fish. Oh, we love you like a million red M and M's. Thank you, <laughs> Kelly Preston. Here's what's great about that moment: Swedish fish, gross. Red M and M's, same flavor as the other M and M's. That was a are, really low level love. Are red M and M's the one who got people sick? Wasn't there an M M&M and M whose dye caused some kind of horrible illness? I oh. feel like it was the red. Some ones. people are sensitive to red dye, but I don't know if that has anything to do with this M M&M and M scourge. When I was in I school, the green ones were supposed to make you horny. Uh, the blue dye in M&M's cures spinal injuries, according to popular science. What? Bah, bah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 Pop Pop, you broke your back. Have 70,000 blue M&M's. They're all warmed <gasps> with my palms. <laughs> They'll still melt in your mouth, but they're definitely also all over my hand. They, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. life-giving blue dye. Uh, yeah, I know people have some issues with number four, red dye 40, but... Uh, None of these seem like... Ac- anyway, I'm sure you're right, but I like the idea that one of them cures things. Good job, blue dye. Also, yeah. I like Swedish fish, so... Do you really? Yeah. Um, They're a divisive candy. Yeah, They are. Sure. I, I mean, that. I like a lot of divisive candy. It's fine. We don't need to get into it. Do you like black licorice? No. Okay, good. Because I was no, going to pull this I, podcast mm. over. <laughs> no. I, I can't with black licorice. It's fine. 
That, is that genetic too? Is that like is that like uh, asparagus? No, pee? it's just gross. That's okay. all it's it is. Just, it's just it's gross. Just bad taste. It's gross, and it's uh, you know a candy that was invented early on before people thought of better candy. Before <laughs> yeah. candy, exactly. When you yeah. were still just eating slightly sweeter roots you dug out of the ground. That's <laughs> yeah. not what constitutes candy. <laughs> Uh, we're going to get some email about that. All right, this is episode number 349. I agree with you, for the record. Uh, we've now done as many episodes as the number of points scored by both teams in the Gasket Guy British Skittles Championship 2016 match. What? What, wow. what is that, Alex? That's right. Well, the Coltswalt Cavaliers uh, were playing the Fabulous Baker Boys, and there was a remarkable 349 to 349 draw at the Be- the FC Alley. I, was, what okay. sport is being played? How many Skittles? British Skittles. Uh, team captain Mark Messer said of <laughs> the game. You can't say that like people know what it is. Allow me to elaborate. Skittles. Team captain Mark Messer said of the game, it was a nip and tuck game for an excellent final roll from Mark with a 14 to draw the game, and Steve Turner had the highest stick up with 14 pins. What? What? Obviously, also, I should, this is not. There's a lot of different variations of Skittles. This is the one played in Gloucestershire and is traditionally played by teams of ten players, each playing nine hands of three balls. Though they prefer to get a flopper and just use the first cheese. Alex, who won the World Reese's Pieces Championship held in <laughs> High Fructose Corn Syrupton? Uh, and is Mike or Ike that our was, current that champion? That was Gloucestershire. But other than that, I don't know what you're talking about. I really wish. <laughs> I was, I, I, this would be more fun if I'd made up a British game. But this is just a British game. Uh, it's it's similar to bowling. It's a traditional British version of bowling. Uh, hey, if you know what Skittles is, write in and explain it to us because it's hilarious. Because it's just a candy here. I've read a lot about it. Uh, it's a it's a pub like a smaller version of bowling with nine pins. And uh, when you, instead of a strike, they call it a flopper. And instead of a ball, sometimes they call it cheese. So you can get a flopper with your first cheese. Oh, that no. sounds really fun. It does. This is what fun. happens when you isolate just... boring white people on an island for a really long time. <laughs> Tanya falls in love with them and their culture. Is that what? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, speaking of things that take place in England and don't seem very realistic, this week we're talking uh, about what a girl wants. (laughs) That was good. Two thousand. Sorry, that was just a really well timed hot. The two thousand three young adult romantic comedy between Amanda Bynes and Colin Firth. Oh, Uh, no! Yeah, it was though. You're getting right into the creepy meat of this gross sandwich. Mm. Yeah, the crux of this is that Colin Firth does a weird Hugh Grant to Amanda Bynes at the end of this movie, and it doesn't make any sense. She goes on a date with her British boyfriend, and then, like, 24 hours later, goes on the same date with her dad. Right. Same statements. It's weird. And then, like, the whole point is, like, she wants a father-daughter dance, the creepiest part of weddings. Yes. The entire A-plot of the film is a classic step-by-step perfectly executed romantic comedy the only problem is it's between a father and a daughter like it has all of the it's like the forced distance it's the you know being hidden away from the one you're supposed to be with it's the heartfelt longing the spontaneous reunion yeah the initial nerves and then the acceptance uh except that they are a father and a daughter she teaches him how to be fun right yeah Yeah. it's got all the it's got all the things that are normally between lovers of acceptable ages but no this is a father-daughter romantic comedy for all those girls really wishing they had a daddy issue (laughs) (laughs) so that's how it is in their family this is the daddy issue episode of read it and we very english come on Uh, oh yeah yeah well he was really just trying to keep that castle in the family i guess exactly yeah uh so this is sponsored by Alyssa, and Alyssa said quote my husband and i were watching tv once and this came on and it was so brilliantly terrible that we canceled our plans and spent the rest of the day watching (laughs) 
<laughs> you guys sound great. Yeah. And I am not being sarcastic. I, I really no. do mean that. I, I want to hang out. It's, a, it's an hour and 45 minute movie. So I don't know how many plans you had to cancel or why you had to spend the whole rest of the day. They didn't want to go do that thing anyway. That's why, no, that's all, and they yeah. were being powerful in their decision making. And I appreciate that. <laughs> also, it's an hour long movie that just happens to be an hour and 45 minutes long. That's true. That's yeah. true. Well, they had to go reshoot the scenes with her having a, a her age boyfriend. So it didn't seem like she was trying to bang Colin Firth. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they got some notes back. Well, the movie's only 52 minutes long. That's a little weird. And it definitely looks like that father and daughter are about to fuck. So maybe (laughs) we go back and add a a a mom and we add a boyfriend. Yeah, where's John Travolta's wife? Just bring her in. Bring her in. (laughs) uh, uh, Alyssa goes on. uh, I remember you saying you like British things, which I think is generally true of us, but specifically of Tanya. Um, uh, Whoever wrote this has clearly never been to the UK, but had fun imagining it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that feels right. I'll That's get into right. that soon. Yeah, and also remember, please remember to be nice to Anda Bynes. She's the real victim here. So that is our. She is she the real victim. Is the real victim here. Amen. I think it's a shame that I can't talk more about it, but I will not, as that is the rule. Uh, so if you want to force us to watch anything that you accidentally saw with your husband, go to read-weep.com, sign up on the mailing list, and uh, you'll be able to sponsor an episode in a few months. Uh, also, I should note that this uh, episode is brought to you by Amazon.com. Amazon.com. Amazon. Amazon. Not a scam. Go there and it'll redirect you to Amazon, but a portion of your purchases will support this show. And it'll feel like a scam, but it's not. <laughs> it feels like such a scam. <laughs> Chris, uh, would you please summarize now this movie yeah. in the style of Colin Firth looking slightly embarrassed to be in this movie? Mm. Oh, uh, didn't see you there. Just trying on leather pants. Uh, they still fit. Yep. Uh, no, it wasn't scene. just guitar soloing in front of a mirror trying to prove I'm still cool. <laughs> uh, gotta go. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I started, before we started the movie, I asked Tanya, because I watched it with her, I said, mm-hmm. what does a girl want? And Tanya's exact response was, what the fuck do I know? <laughs> <laughs> and this movie doesn't either. Uh, instead of trying to answer that question it's like a poorly conceived uh version of the parent trap but with only one twin if you think about that movie oh, or it is sort of like that mm-hmm. yeah and without, without any of the delightfulness that, that movie interesting interesting or any of the shenanigans or any of the you know delightfulness but yeah. uh yeah so it's sort of like parent trap here's the setup right so amanda Bynes is daphne reynolds she is from new york city born and raised she lives in chinatown with her mom she f- loves to remind us about that fifth floor walk up fifth floor walk up in chinatown but oh and- how horrible you grow up in new york city with a loving parent gosh i feel bad for this girl already <laughs> oh, climbing stairs every day yeah toned calves every day and and she has that birthday party because they're above a chinese restaurant and the chinese yep. restaurant employees all like, throw her a birthday party with none yeah, of her friends. Yeah, she's like a mascot. Yeah. But they are very nice to her, which is cool because I don't like the restaurant that's in the, in my building. I wish they would yeah. throw a birthday party. Yeah. That, I mean, wouldn't that be great? That'd be great. Uh, yeah, but every year for her birthday when she's blowing out those candles, she wishes that her dad would be there because her dad, she, she has a dad. She knows that he is alive. Uh, he and her mom met back in the, you know, 80s or whatever. And uh, in when they were both traveling, and uh, he he in uh, wasn't in the picture. Basically, he, he left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so just to be clear, Mom is telling her this story that she yes. met a rich British lord in Morocco, and yeah. they got married and fell in love. But she had to leave to save him 
and that's where to save his from. like dignity yeah. and title and whatever. And and every, so she's grown up in this movie, fantasy that her dad is like this rich lord. And yeah, you're right. Go every ahead. Every other Alex. movie that would be a lie. Like that, I was really irritated that that story just was a hundred percent true. Yeah, he wasn't just like some English guy who was a total piece of shit. Turns out he's Colin Firth. He's Lord Dashwood, like, you know, 15th in line for the British throne. Big ass house, yeah. important political guy. Like, everybody's following him around. He's got servants remember, though, and butlers 30th, and gardeners. If yeah. you're 30th to the throne, if you get to the throne, it's a bad day. Yeah. Like, that's, some, that's like, that's like, like, asteroid hit the, the parliament bad day. Like, you, yeah. don't want, you don't want to actually get to that throne. Either that or you have a perfect run-through of Assassin's Creed. Am I right? <laughs> but Is that how that works? I, I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> so um, so she actually, uh, she, she doesn't know if she wants to go to college. Her mom, her job is like being a wedding singer, I guess, in a cover mm-hmm. band. And Amanda Bynes has to be the waitress at all these weddings. Uh, it's wedding season. And she's just like, mm, you know, I think I'm going to chase down this dad guy. Well, because every wedding, there's a father-daughter dance. And she... Yep. She doesn't have a dad, and she's like, you know what, I'd I'd love to have a dad. I'd really love it. And so she goes to England. She goes to London, England. And with almost (laughs) no... London was calling. Yes, London. (laughs) Ring, 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 ring. London calling. Uh, With almost no incident, she both... The first boy she meets is the boy that's her crush for the rest of the movie. And she... Climbs over the wall with no incident of Colin Firth's estate and oh, meets him. Oh, because the first thing she saw on television in England was her father. Oh, yes. was Lord Dashwood, yeah. yeah. And, right. Oh, and she's like, yep, that, that's him. That's my dad. And then apparently they televised his address or something. Yeah, and she announcing just went that he's there. running for parliament, a thing that you don't actually do. Yeah, you, mm. you don't or, do. Or, or you run, you run woefully, <laughs> woefully misunderstands the British political system also. Uh, but, uh, you know, she meets him and he's like, well, it'd be a scandal if I let you like just sort of parade around and unsupervised saying you're my daughter. So I'll just put you up in my 40 room mansion or whatever. And, uh, so she gets to hang out, get to know her dad and the familiar beats of a romantic comedy ensue where, uh, you know, they're all stuffy and British. Apparently no one has ever seen or heard of an American before or rock and roll music before because they are taken aback by her attitude and sass mouth. She has jeans on. She has jeans on when, she, when it's a cotillion. She's a girl. What is this hat that says Kangol? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does that refer to the colonies? Chris, I know that our listeners are really anxious right now for Amanda Bynes, wondering if her being the uh, illegitimate child of this lord who's running for prime minister, if that scandal is going to bring him down. Tell us... How does that happen? How does that play you out? You know, he's ahead in the polls, and, you know, she does become something of a news item, you know, at first for being the, the kooky American, but then she wins the people over, but she doesn't feel like herself. Uh, but finally, what Colin Firth decides is that he his priorities are out of whack. He loves politics, but he loves one thing uh, even more. So he steps out of the race. <laughs> And a that woman one he thing, hasn't seen in 17 years and a daughter yeah, didn't know he had until 15 minutes exactly. ago. Exactly. And there's some weird stuff like his political advisor slash best friend was the guy who, who kept uh, Amanda Bynes' mom's pregnancy a secret uh, from Played Colin Firth. Classic British villain. villain. Jonathan Price. Jonathan yeah. Price, High yeah. Sparrow from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Looking totally normal, I guess. Yeah, normal He always <laughs> looks kind of evil, though. He does have a look. Resting uh, evil face. Yeah, and that yes. guy, that the first boy, the only boy in England, apparently, 
is is the rock and roll singer. He has her mom's job, but in London, he plays all the weddings and balls he plays and everything. Every wedding, every ball. He also parks every car. Is working yeah. as a waiter at every event. That dude yeah. is real yeah. good at job interviews. It's a smaller country than you'd think. <laughs> <laughs> He's a jack of all trades. Yeah, so he they go on a, a yeah, they go on a little date. Hard. He he likes her her American style and sassy attitude. And then when she starts getting more proper, they sort of drift apart. But then he still likes her anyway. And uh, you know, at the end, uh, Colin Firth and Amanda Bynes' mom get back together again and uh, back in New York. And and yeah. she she gets the her crush. Uh, they they make out and uh, everything's pretty okay. I think. I mean, like right. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that they have not grown different in 17 years apart. Sometimes yeah, this plot things was... aren't what you dream them to be. Sometimes they're even better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, this was very treacly, and every predictable plot beat was hit. Oh, uh, there weren't treacly? any... Tw- yeah. Are you even adjusting your sweetness metaphors for Britishness? <laughs> <laughs> Some of us say treacly in everyday life. Yeah, Alex. Tanya loves England. That's so yeah. fun. It's fine. I yeah. love it too. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, awesome. Well, so um, uh, we were specifically requested by Alyssa. She likes when we, yeah, well, she likes when we play uh, hate games. So we're just going to now list our least favorite things. We're just going to go straight and unabashedly into our hates for this movie that was so Ooh. bad. Ooh, me, me. Tanya, I'm sure you might have something. I don't know. Maybe can, uh, Tanya. Uh, yeah, no. I, I, this is actually a relatively nitpicky thing. But when Amanda Bynes arrives in London and is riding around on that open top tour bus, um, they keep showing helicopter shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> As though she's like experiencing London from the ground but then also somehow from the air like there's an overhead shot of a mansion at one point that there makes were no confusing sense. cuts actually to go off that there's this weird conversation where she's hanging out with a uh, british grandma and they're chit-chatting Colin Firth's mother Colin Firth's mother who is oddly chill she's yeah. just like the chillest old lady she's ever she's like one of those ladies that like had she had her druthers i think would have lived a much more like outdoorsy life yeah and like you know got caught up in the times but now that she's old and everyone ignores her she can just do whatever she wants yeah. so they're having she's a conversation like a living compilation oh, of like the you know a buzzfeed list of what old people tell nurses as they're dying yes <laughs> it's like she got that news first like oh i shouldn't care about money or or yeah. accomplishments i should only focus on love and happiness and that's yeah, yeah. Yes. she just got that 10 years early not in the first 89 years of her life just for the last 10 in yeah. the same way that everything amanda Bynes says could also be printed on like a sassy refrigerator magnet yeah that you buy from like barnes and noble it's like it's got chocolate doesn't it i think i'm pretty happy like oh my gosh what is wrong with you god so they're having this conversation and every once in a while the camera will cut to a gun firing and a different like uh thing like uh errant missed shot happening so like a statue gets hit in the head and i was like who the hell is shooting because nobody in that conversation is holding a gun and then lastly (laughs) they cut and amanda combines has been holding a gun this whole time apparently no the the grandma was definitely shooting oh she was shooting yeah that's what i thought okay it was it was so unclear who was supposed to be shooting there i was also like (laughs) how did she how is she such a terrible markswoman and if she is why do they let her practice in like 
the Garden of Antiquities. In the yard, like, in the middle what of the city? is the deal? Yeah. yeah, yeah, in the middle of the city because that seems totally <laughs> yeah, safe. Yeah, you and- are in the middle of London, just shooting things in a place yeah. where you're not really allowed to have guns, right? Totally. Yeah, that uh, seems. Totally I, good. That's what I liked about that. Actually, is I was like, this is like her being so rich, no one's ever told her she's a bad shot, and I enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I do like that bit a lot. Uh, oh man, let's I see. Like, uh, uh, or I hate. Sorry, I hate it. Ooh, <laughs> I was going to say, wait, wrong game. Yeah, it's weird how I was going to say the same sentence. Um, I think it's really funny uh, how they determine paternity. So like, this, it was it was very unmori. She shows up with a birth certificate where her mom has said. Oh, yeah, it was Lord Dashwood's the father. And then they were like, well, that checks out. You can stay here. And then later, uh, the evil stepmother sees that they both eat toast wrong and is like, okay, that establishes it. They're they're definitely, that's father and daughter because they both eat toast in that psychopathic way. He does say, (laughs) how do they eat toast wrong, by the way, Alex? Yeah, okay, so they butter the toast. They put a lot of jam on it. Then they fold it in half. Okay, like a pizza? Crunches in half like a hot dog bun. Uh, okay. And then they lick, they run their pinky finger over the top of the jam and lick it and then take a bite out of the long hot dog way. And they both do oh. this in this brilliantly choreographed toast mangling ceremony. Yes, yes. Um, and then, but then Evil Stepmother is like, oh, okay, checks out. That That is, that's paternity identified. But there's that's not a genetic way to eat toast, right? Like that, right? I don't know. Science has yet to disprove it, and the powerful <laughs> toast lobby keeps blocking my studies. <laughs> such a weird for the, like a weird peccadillo for them both to have. Just crazy yeah. people. Make Disgusting toast. peccadillo. Yeah. yeah. What are you There's doing with that much jam? <laughs> Listen, Colin don't don't knock jam. <laughs> no, I'm all. I mean, jam, jam off your pinky is delicious jam. Uh, I, I, I'm not knocking the way they eat toast. I do think that Colin Firth, uh, I refuse to use his character name. Sure. He's too distinguished for that. Uh, Colin Firth, when she first arrived, said, you know, oh, she's got my picture. She's got a birth certificate. And also she's got my eyes. Yeah. And yes. it, it is immediately observable that no, in fact, she does not. She yeah. does not have anything like his eyes. And if you do <laughs> go around online, which I did to look for things like quotes from this movie and doing my research, uh, that's what everyone who comes. On this movie has to say, the right. internet is flush with theories about whose eyes she actually has. None of the, the answers are never Colin Firth. Yeah, um, oh, man, it makes very little sense. It, I, yeah, like I guess so. Again, Amanda Bynes is the victim here, but she actually does have a birth defect in her eyes. <laughs> Call, uh, she what has, she does? She has a traumatic birth defect. She has a webbing in her eyes. Uh, oh yeah, she does have she that weird little surgery. eye web. Yeah. yeah. And uh, nothing wrong with that. You're the victim here. But Colin Firth doesn't have that. She doesn't have your eyes, buddy. Weird. Oh, my gosh. This is really digging deep, So uh, here's another hate. Uh, Go ahead. Oh, uh, I was just going to say, we mentioned the evil stepmother. There's also the evil uh, stepsister who uh, gets Amanda Bynes to wear way too casual of clothing to a formal event and gasp. Tricks. Everybody yeah. hates it. Yeah. Or then, loves it. And then because there's no security in Britain, she walks onto the fashion show runway on accident. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the showrunner is like, it's your turn. Go. Which yeah. like, doesn't. Oh, that so probably hurt your that heart. That girl in jeans. I'm sure you just walk on out. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Because you haven't rehearsed this. You don't have like a running order. You didn't like choose everyone who's going down this runway and meet them already. That totally makes sense. Okay. <laughs> Clearly, Tanya's too smart for this. Yeah. But no, all I, I was going to say. It, it's when, when the, like, the moment is specifically wrong in the way that you know the most about. Is oh, yeah. Painful movie in a, mo- yes. a moment of movie. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I like thought it was just frustrating up. that they were like, no one could come in. The show started and they locked the front door, but the back door is unlocked. Also, and this I is the place it. where like, the princess is <laughs> hanging out. There's no security yeah. in London. Oh, Prince Charles is there too. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, yeah. A she Prince falls into his lap. Right. I forgot about Weird. that. Oh my and this gosh. is not a politically naive movie. This is a post 9-11 era that we're talking about here. <laughs> Everything's fresh. And in fact, when they released the movie poster, which predominantly features Amanda Bynes flashing a peace sign, they edited out the peace sign as an effort to remove any political connotation from a movie with no political content whatsoever. Really? Oh my God! Yes, America so, was a pretty crazy place after nine eleven. Yeah, yes. we're, you right. know they like photoshopped her we arm down instead of up in a peace sign. They did. Yeah, that's crazy. That's pretty jacked. <laughs> I Super do awful. Not understand I, that decision. You know, yeah. another thing that that I didn't understand about this. So obviously, like all British people have no idea how to conduct themselves in a way that's remotely casual. Right. Like that just doesn't <laughs> exist. Never has done. Apparently they've never heard rock and roll music. They would never know how to headbang if you showed them physically with your own body. And, yeah. And they're anyway, just, just like two seconds away from being scandalized at every moment. At any given, like picking up someone's dog could really just get you on the blacklist forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But could you say hello doggy you're a nice doggy at the same time during this fashion show when she walks the runway and like keeps on like hitting different models with her coat by accident (laughs) i guess um there are like four to six dudes in the audience who are just speaking out loud like well what a charming little number actually one one goes stunning yeah (laughs) they can't they can't hold in their own reactions to like this total rando who's just clearly taken over the fashion show. And there, there are a bunch of times where I feel like she's like in society and people are just like quipping to no one out loud as though that's a normal thing to do Yeah, in this like super straight laced situation. You'd also just be like, well, I dick her how many times? Like what? <laughs> are yeah. you serious? I, what's funny to me is that th- that moment is such a perfect encapsulation of her where she's like accidentally pushed out on a runway and she's like, my choice is to own this badly instead of <laughs> having even a moment where she's like, oh, I could just go. I, sh- I could just not make this worse. Yeah, I could just get off this runway immediately. She's- yeah, not making it worse is not the instinct of anyone in this film. That is not. <laughs> <laughs> like she's like the th- one of the things that drove me crazy is that she is she. OK, she walks up to this house and is like, hey, Lord Dashwood, I'm your your daughter. You've never met before. Didn't know existed. And he's like, it checks out. And then have a room. And that, she has no concept that this is not, that this is a surprise. She's like, I'm just going to treat this room like shit. I'm just going to be a monstrous guest in this palace in this country I've never been to. Yeah. Why? Why Why would that ever be your, like, reaction? Well, and that's the thing is, I think this maybe is the secret tragedy of this film is that there are a lot of chances... She's given a lot of chances to be really charming and for us to totally take her side. Yeah. Like, and there is this moment when she's like, you know, I think I was wrong in coming here. I'm going to go. And that I actually was like, oh, like, that's really like thoughtful. And, and, you know, and this is a real, like a a humbling moment. 
And then as soon as he's like, no, 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 stay at my house. She just turns into a brat and she yeah. kind of never stops being a brat. I, that's yeah. exactly that's so, so well said is that I never get to root for her. Like I wanted yeah. to. True. This movie hinges on you wanting Amanda Bynes to be happy. I think, and it doesn't. Yes, work. I agree. I never. I know, yeah, no, that, that never. She is mm-hmm. nice to the peach and plum. That's the I did one like that. redeeming quality she had. Is she was nice to. But the then people. she just walks away. Yeah. She just she says like one weird, like awkwardly nice thing, smiles, and then bails on them, and yep. their lives are forever changed. Yeah. like that's all well, it took. Yeah, yeah, apparently there was some montage where she helped them get dressed, and then they started. Oh, that's wearing, right. That's like, right. They started wearing things from Dress Barn instead of from like pretend Victorian museum, mm-hmm. and they got that, that TJ Maxx yeah. and oversized great. doll museum clothes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't she like the one who's constantly not realizing she's badly dressed. Like that was the trick I mean, that the other ladies were playing on her, and now all of a sudden she's good at that. I guess. Well, they she they belongs still on Project just, Runway Junior for sure. She turned that dress with one pair of scissors and no obvious like hemming equipment available. <laughs> she altered a garment into an entirely new garment. Yeah, she did that yeah, she did. Which I still felt a little weird about because it was kind of a gross color. But yeah, and many wrong. of the dresses of that era looked like uh, mall prom dresses. Oh, but True. she was the one who was. She was really. I forgot about that because she was really good at like buying uh, cheap saris and tying them over her jeans. That was her. All right, listen, we were all good at that. (laughs) Some of us were also good at making belts out of neckties. So I just, I don't know what to tell you. That's rad. She just tries on saris like seven different times in the movie. She's like, oh, another sari shop. Yeah, there's a lot of charming (laughs) cultural appropriation. But uh, what can you do? It's England. You know, it also does seem like the British people, the politics was kind of weird, too, because his poll numbers go up and down based on how British his daughter is behaving. Like, that seems like mostly what the British populace... This is why Brexit happened, is what I'm saying. Is the <laughs> yeah. people who are voting in that country are too concerned with how Amanda Bynes is dressed. And yeah. that just Although, ruins your politics. It, just se- it also seems like the, this movie was treating it like the entire country may have been voting for or against Colin Firth. Right. Which again, when that's not, not at how all how not, that system works. Not how that happens. Not, yeah. yeah. Not real. Woof. Uh, yeah, that was real weird. Uh, do you guys think it's weird? we got to move on really quick, but... Uh, I, one thing I hated was just the dad as this like <laughs> archetype in cheesy movies where it's like as your ad- adulthood means that you wish you could be a kid, but you've been forced to be sad. And yeah. that being an adult is so rad compared to being like 15 and having no money and no car. And like, like as an adult, you could do all like you could do goddamn anything. I'm not just a kid who's been forced to hate my life. Yeah, it is a weird perspective on adulthood and also a weird perspective on like having some decorum in public that like this will like murder your soul yeah, and yeah, that, every yeah. photo of you will be you looking downcast and like ready to die. Like yeah. it doesn't the idea that you the difference between you holding it together and not like making a fool of everyone who showed up with you and yes. like you, you know, being like the most straight laced and like horrified version of yourself. Like I feel like there's yeah. a bigger margin in there. Yes. Yeah. There's some wiggle room in that space. Yes. I totally. just wanted once for dad to be like, look, you have to wear this kind of weird dress and be nice to somebody and it's boring, but this is why we're doing it. And it's going to help with a lot of stuff and you're still a good yeah. person. And it's not, it's like, look, either you wear this dress or you punch the princess in the boob and then fall in a fountain and run away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and have sex on a guitar or whatever. Yeah. Like, those are the only two <laughs> options. <laughs> Snakes, haters, and I made myself so easy to love. Yeah, yeah. How much they hated.
Welcome to our newest mini podcast on the Sesame Network, Soccer Talker. Soccer Talker is brought to you by Amazon.com. Amazon, not a scam. It sounds like a scam. Oh man, tell me about it. But it isn't. Nope. Just go to that address whenever you want to buy something online, and a portion of your purchase will benefit this mini podcast, Amazon.com. So Soccer Talker is our second sports podcast. This is a spinoff of Hockey Talkie. Uh, so this time we're talking about soccer, uh, also known around the world as football by people who prefer a name that literally describes the activity. Yep. Uh, but we're going to talk about... Take that, tennis. The news. <laughs> yeah, that's not helpful. That should be called <laughs> Racket Hand. What about Skittles? <laughs> That, that seems descriptive. I like no. That's onomatopoeic. I think it's like the noise that they when they fall down. It's like onomatopoetic. Sure. Yeah. Onomatopedantic. Oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, so what we're gonna do is we are going to. I'm gonna turn to my panel of expert views and uh, esteemed commentary. So uh, I'm gonna read you guys some news items, and I would like to hear your opinions about stuff going on in the world of soccer. First up, Lionel Messi this week will not be going to jail. How do you Woo! feel about that? Well, uh, so he, had, he was in some tax trouble. That's true. Yeah, it's, 29 year, it's, the 29-year-old Barcelona star was convicted of tax fraud but avoided jail time and was sentenced to pay $2.3 million and sentenced to probation. Listen, he's the best in the game. And he's, in the, he's, he's at the top of his game. I think it's important for Argentina. It's important for Spain because uh, mm-hmm. he plays for a Spanish team. To uh, to have him there, continuing to generate tax revenue, they, I think they figured they're going to make more than two point three million off of that. Then, uh, or you know, and uh, call it good. I yeah. think they decided a simple fine would clean up this messy rather nicely. Oh. Boom! Oh. I don't know sports. <laughs> that was smooth. Uh, that would be, that would actually be that good. was a goal. That was uh, that's a you scored a point. Goal. There. <laughs> Uh, speaking of goals, France 2, Germany 0. France beat uh, world champion in Germany 2 to nothing Boom. on Thursday to line up a European championship final against Portugal. Side note, by the time this has uh, been put out, that will be over, but we're recording this on Saturday. Anyway, uh, Griezmann put France up in front with a penalty spot from the penalty spot in stoppage time at the end of the first half and then took full advantage of German defensive blunders, score his second with a calm finish in the 72nd minute. You guys, we'll start with you, Caitlin. Did Germany get outplayed or were they unlucky? Well, I mean, I think you're unlucky anytime you're actually fighting France. They don't do it often, but when they do it, they really mean it. So I feel like... <laughs> They just came in swinging on the pitch. There's nothing you can do about that. And if so he's you're suggesting antiquated, historically, an- France has a huge fighting pr- prowess. They save over it all up. Germany. Yeah, I mean, look, they it could. They've had their chances. They've taken passes. They were smart passes. Sometimes it's right to sit on the bench. Sometimes it's very <laughs> controversial. But what it means sixty years later is that you've got a lot of stored up competitive energy, and you're ready. Oh, I like that, uh, Chris. Like what do you think? I don't. Battery. That was a terrible point of view and horribly inaccurate historically. But nonetheless, <laughs> it's a pretty okay cheap joke to make about France playing Germany in some kind of soccer. It's thing. It's like you walked out on the runway, didn't know it was a runway, but then kind of owned it and made it way. And worse. then I fell down at the end. I was like, I know what I'm doing, guys, and then I just fell. And then you yeah. butted the prince's dick. Well, <laughs> well, I did that one just for fun. Yeah. Chris, what do you think about uh, France over Germany 2-0? You know, Germany has just such a strong system and such a strong, uh, deliberate way they play the game. <laughs> if they lose like that, I think they got beat. Chris, what I love about yours is that it sounds... It's like it's like if a, like a robot pretending to be a person, where it's like... <laughs> what? 
I can almost tell that this is you lying, but sometimes I'm not sure. But I think you don't actually. I don't know how much. No, you I, know. I've watched. I've watched Germany play. I've watched France play. I didn't I, see like, this I game. I think that's true. But I, yeah, exactly. I feel like there's just like a subtle thing where I'm like, wait a second, is this a robot or is this Chris? <laughs> is this a Turing test? Yeah, exactly. I feel like you're Turing testing me with soccer knowledge. <laughs> I'm sure Germany does have a strong system. They were. No, they do. Didn't you see like World Cup last time? Yeah, yeah. That's why I said world yeah. champion. Uh, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't see it. Lastly. Uh, this is important because, uh, you know, we've been asking ourselves today what a girl wants. Lastly, up to today, the w- U.S. women's national team is taking their fight for equal pay directly to the public via their T-shirts. After a judge in June ruled that the team was not allowed to strike for higher wages before the Olympics in Rio, uh, they decided that at an upcoming exhibition match, the team is going to be wearing shirts with the hashtag equal play, equal pay. What do you guys think about this fight and about taking it to a T-shirt? Tanya? I think taking anything to a t-shirt is a great idea. <laughs> Can you tell me one other instance where you think that's awesome? Um, actually, yeah, I, I really, I, I appreciated, th- I feel like they're, t- well, no, they're not, but I do, I, I really liked it when uh, Beyonce sold Boycott Beyonce t-shirts, and so I'm in support of the Noble t-shirt. <laughs> This is the worst thing I've ever said on this show. I hope there's a petition to remove me from Read and Weep. I would sign it at this juncture. Listen, Tanya had a lot of naps T-shirt today. Removed She's Tanya. feeling a little off. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can, hashtag you can boycott boy- Tanya. Boycott Tanya. There you go. Only don't. No, I mean I'm I'm all f- I'm I am all for this cause. I feel like there's no secret soccer thing about this, is there? Nope. FIFA's the worst. Leave it to me well, to not FIFA, know. But, uh, this is oh Olympics. It's well, Olympics. No, it's, it was the U.S. national team, and it's really it was U.S. labor law that was preve- uh, the courts were preventing them from striking for equal wages. It's the U.S. that could pay them equally, I believe. Oh, I'm not. 100% oh, on that, we just have to get damn it, together. America. You know what, America? We've done some really fucked up shit this week, and you could just add this to the list. Just put it on our tab this, at this point. This is something we've done it's a lot. Fine. Yeah, yeah, this is this is been on our tab for a while i think the most important thing is that i did not hear about these boycott beyonce t-shirts and they're rad that's uh, they're so fucking good yeah and yeah yeah well yeah so this but is- will they get equal pay for women's soccer if beyonce wears the shirt those ladies are gonna get paid She's you know what i mean and i think she would on her docket <laughs> but <laughs> that's I fair that's yeah, fair that's but- true if she was wearing those t-shirts okay so for our final round uh here's what we're gonna do i'm gonna give you guys uh this is our uh it's time for penalty kicks, I guess. I don't know. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give you guys uh, each a nickname for a national soccer team, and you're gonna tell me if uh, if this is a goal or a, a miss. So oh my gosh, there's a bunch Alex. of international teams. They have funny nicknames, and I want you to just decide if you like them or you're against them. Okay. Very simple game. Uh, Chris, Australia, also known as the Socceroos, love it. All right, goal. Uh, Tanya, Thailand, the War Elephants. No. What? <laughs> that's what that's what the local that's what the locals call their national team. And you're Wait. not a fan. Uh, well, no, I just don't think I don't know. This makes me nervous, you guys. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Go forward, go forward. <laughs> All right, Caitlin, uh in Jordan, they refer to their team mm-hmm. as the Brave Gentlemen. I like that. Oh, do you? Yeah, I see. Yeah. I like that. I call that a goal. Okay. Sure. All right. Uh Aww. Chris, Zambia, the Copper Bullets. I'm going to give it a yellow card. I'm not aware of where copper comes from. Well, it comes from Zambia. Blood <laughs> copper. I don't know about copper. Yeah. Well, apparently, that's their largest export. Oh, okay. Well, then, uh, <laughs> then hell yeah. I love that you're 
like, listen, country, I don't know what your deal with <laughs> copper is, but don't go around thinking you can own it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I just, just didn't want it to be like blood you copper. Pull it out you know? of the ground. Yeah, it might be blood copper. That's possible. Oh, okay. Yellow card. Yellow card. All right. Uh, and then uh, lastly, Tanya, Jamaica, the reggae boys with a Z. I mean, I'm not going to pull a copper Chris here. <laughs> <laughs> and try to claim that they don't have some sort of ownership over reggae in Jamaica. Definitely. Yeah. But uh, boys with a Z? Do they get Boys to with them? a Z is rough stuff. Remember I mean, Biker Boys? The motorcycle I mean, follow-up to Fast and Furious? Listen, we've all playfully put a Z where it doesn't belong. Or a Z. <laughs> or a Z. But he is, who is without Z cast the first stone here. <laughs> I just... This, is, this, this is, seems like a... You know, it's on the bubble. I'm going to say. It's somewhere between... What is the what is the go card? Uh, no, well, there's I, no there's no go card. It's just a goal. So we'll say it's this is goal. like it hits the crossbar. Mm-hmm. It's close. This yeah. hits this hits the crossbar for me. All right, sports. I love it. <laughs> All right, that's <laughs> it for soccer talker, you guys. Uh, thanks for joining us. Become a Prime member at Amazon.com, and you can watch such great films as the 2005 film Lady Soccer. Love is a game, and everybody wants to score. Susan joins a soccer team to fix her relationship with husband Max, but she soon finds herself tempted by the squad's handsome coach, Chalo. Get it now at Amazon.com. Still not a scam. And now it's time uh, for our final segment, Lightning Bonus Round. Lightning Bonus Round. Formerly referred to as Top 5. I'm top thinking five. about making this Lightning Bonus Round instead of Top 5. Lightning Bonus Round. Top 5. Top 5. How would you, top so five? I'm going to ask you a couple of quick questions about this movie. First of all, you guys, how uh, this was suggested by uh, Alyssa. How would you fail to impress the upper echelons of British society? So if you suddenly found yourself the... Uh, surprise uh, child of a British lord hanging out in their house with uh, Lord Dashwood uh, what would be the thing that was scandalous that you did I got two words for you Alex mid riff I don't show enough of it to charm these folks clearly <laughs> it's all Amanda Bynes shows and that's all they love I was gonna guess too much but no the answer is not enough not enough huh. that's what they expect out of Americans now ever since that Bynes incident of yeah three you know what I'm unwilling my t-shirts go to the waist sir to the waist I like that t-shirts, this is one thing I do enjoy about modern fashion, is it seems like t-shirts are getting closer to the knee, and I can never be far enough away from my midriff with the bottom of a t-shirt. I want it <laughs> to the floor. <laughs> they call, well, Alex, they call a that a maxi everywhere. dress. Yeah. I want a maxi dress. I just don't want to ever be reaching for something high on a shelf and have you see my belly. So I would Or Caitlin's, Kate, I love what you said, that it's a night shirt. I love the idea that Alex yes. is just going around with a night shirt and like, a, like Uncle Scrooge like little hat. I go to the pool dressed Scrooge every time. (laughs) They all have like really comfy collars and they're real loose in all the right places because you're supposed to be asleep in them. It's something you should look into. Gentlemen, I highly recommend that. Scrooge in the sheets. Yeah. Whoa. Weird. Ah. (laughs) Yeah. Just really embarrassed about my belly. That's how I like to Call me Jacob Marley. I don't know what I'm getting at. Cover up. (laughs) It's a work day. <laughs> Cover up. It's every day. So, how else, besides midriffs, how else would you guys fail to uh, impress the upper echelons? Uh, Alex, I'm a six foot one, size 14, size 12 footed, tattooed mohawk stand up comedian. I think I've done, I think that's a hat trick. I think I shot the moon. <laughs> yeah, I think you're, you're a winner. disappointing any royal relatives. No, but I, if, I if you shot the moon, don't you win? Yeah, shooting by, the moon means you're, yeah. you're so not what they expect that they love you. 
I guess that is true. Uh, I don't know. What what one of those do I fall short on? I mean, I'm not a felon. I guess that is maybe something I'd need yeah, how good in my arsenal to truly hunting? shoot the moon. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't know. I haven't, I've never fired a gun. I don't think that endears me to any kind of upper echelon class. I got to know how to keep back the peasants when they finally storm. Yeah, right. And I don't. And because the, what they'll do is they'll go to the gate, be turned away, and then climb the wall. Climb right over the gate. And what am I going to do? I'm going to shoot the top off the gazebo like Grandma did. I'm going to fuck the whole thing up. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I, uh, I, what I like is that if people had not seen you before, uh, that, now that, they got that, a pretty good idea what they're dealing with. <laughs> I wonder if that you was know, a surprising description to anybody. We've got an outline. <laughs> I never think it would be, but I'm sure it is to someone. Well, I inhabit this weird monstrous body. I know what it is. I don't know. If you have, if you haven't seen it yet, baby, you go online. You watch a couple YouTube videos. You join in on those commenters, wondering if I'm actually a man. Have fun out there, kids. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> No. I, uh, well, I know how I would mess things up with the upper echelon. Yeah, and then tell I us would... what your YouTube commenters think of you. Oh, I don't have any YouTube commenters because I'm too chicken to be on the internet in that way. <laughs> that is a blessed life. That yeah, sounds mm, nice. Scaredy, <laughs> scaredy. Uh, no, I would be too excited to be there. Oh, yeah, and yeah. You would definitely. My, my degree of enthusiasm would be a big turnoff for everyone around me. Totally. <laughs> Yep. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm already picturing it. And it seems real cute. <laughs> <laughs> like a puppy like... in the palace, you know, all wiggly and excited. Well, <laughs> and you know, British people don't like puppies when they're excited. You're supposed no, to they be... can only show affection to horses and dogs. You might get a hug out of this. I might I might weasel a hug out of it. I mean, I might. <laughs> yeah. Who who can say for re- in real life? I feel like I would just try to, like, be very calm about, like, knowing all of the slang bits and then, you know, I would get something wrong and they'd all be like, oh, you're, you're trying too hard. Get out of here. <laughs> Your affection for us is treacly. You're dismissed. Yeah. Or I'd just like recommend a lot of their own TV to them. <laughs> Gosh, I'm so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, we have Seriously, have you seen Garth Marenghi? Yeah, 25 yeah. years ago. We all know. We all know. Stop yelling about Simon Pegg, you weirdo. <laughs> He's a star in your country now. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he is. Yeah, we got him. We won that. Yeah, we we did. We took that. Uh, Independence Day, whatever day he came over here and started hanging out. Uh, <laughs> all right. Question number two in lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Have you ever discovered anything? This is just for me. Have you guys ever discovered anything this way where you were channel surfing, you got to it, and you canceled your plans? Oh, geez. I, I know this has happened to me. I just have to think about what yeah. it was. There have been some Bruce Willis movies that have arrested my attention. Sure. Oh, the New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve Twilight Zone marathon has done. Oh, that. nice! Yeah. Where I keep thinking Delicious. I'll just watch one more because yeah. it's not that you cancel your whole night's plan; it's that you cancel your na- your whole night's plan like one half hour increment at a time. Right, you never yeah. have, you just keep telling your friends you'll be late, and then it gets later. right. Yeah. Okay, it's nine. I'm headed out. Okay, three more. All right, it's ten thirty. I better hurry up. Oh, okay, it is twelve forty-five. It, it is out, the new year, and, and I'm going to spend an entire day doing exactly this. It turns yeah. out just the person they said was it. ugly is actually a beautiful person. I got to be here another half hour. Are those robots people? Are they on a tiny planet? Are they stuck in a box? What's <laughs> happening? Will he find water? Was this Earth all along? Is that doll going to do something to that guy? You just gotta know. Oh my gosh! I just never want you to stop yeah, to get stuff with these questions. Mine oh mine! I totally could. Did this town get frozen in time? Is it his hometown from all along? Is he what? ever gonna find his broken glasses? He's is, in a whole book of a world of books to read, and it's all he ever wanted. Is he a time Will this trial for his life? Forever. 
Yeah, Willie, you don't know. Maybe he did. Are there two of him now? Because there was only one a minute ago, but he swears he saw another one. <gasps> What's oh, on the wing of the plane? Yeah, there's there's a lot. Rhetorical Twilight Zone is my new favorite. Is that lady shooting an alien, or is it actually a tiny Navy man on a ship on a roof in a giant planet? We'll never know until the end of the episode. I don't know I gotta if you're stick this one out. looking for a show to do, a new podcast for you to host, but... <laughs> Caitlin describes TV show plots as something I would listen to. <laughs> Just via a series those are of questions <laughs> answered by those TV shows. <laughs> describe uh, the TV plot in the form of a question. Oh <laughs> I would gosh. totally listen to that show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, okay, um, I will just say that both the show Happy Endings and the TV, not TV movie, but the movie movie Down to You, which is not a good movie, but I got kind of into it, have both like sent me into this spiral of like, well, just got to stay and watch all of this. Yeah. Happy Endings is an amazing sitcom that yeah. is no longer on. It is no longer on, but it, oh, genius. Genius. I think, uh, I think the, only, the only thing I can remember that I discovered this way was Top Chef, which I was like, oh, yeah, I had been told so many times that it's not okay to like reality tv if you want to be a cool person and i was like home alone what kind of weird cool manual were you still abiding by at that point well this is is a while ago but uh i'm always trying whatever whatever manual someone gives me i believe them so i was trying (laughs) trying to be cool and i was re I i saw top chef and no one was around so i like discreetly kept watching it and i was like oh this is actually quite fun these are real people and they're having a competition and there's all this food everywhere. Anyway, and I loved it and uh, I slowly became okay with myself that I could tell people, but it was def- it was a like secret channel surfing <laughs> fall in love moment. Yeah, tune in to Pack Your Mics on this very I know, podcast I know. network. Now I'm yeah. very public about liking it. Uh, you and millions and millions of, of other people. It's just funny that your guilty pleasure is something that is like one of the most popular cable television shows. Uh, like... Actually, I think the ratings have been really terrible the last couple of years. But uh, well, uh, I don't know when you time, found it. Yeah, yeah, it was season. But they're on season like ninety four. So honestly, <laughs> it's no surprise. Yeah, yeah. You, there can't be six hundred top chefs. Like That's... they've they're, <laughs> the barrel's getting deeper. So it's like top of the bottom of the barrel chef. Just move point. on to Great British Bake Off, and oh, I've you know scratch oh, the itch. You're oh, yelling we've all at the moved people in there. Already, yeah, we we oh know about gosh. that. We've been here the whole oh, time. Oh, the echelon's gonna hate me so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would love to talk to them about British, the Great British Bake Off, uh, and uh, I would make sure not to say the Great British Baking Show because fuck that. That's the American title. Don't yeah, why it. did we need we that? Ruin everything. Oh, no one so wanted many questions. That. <sighs> Maybe they just we ruin parties. The URL. We ruin runways, we ruin debutante balls, and we ruin Great British Bake Offs. I mean, yeah, yeah. But, man, that show. Uh, all right, and the uh, lightning bonus round, uh, question number three. Lightning what else doesn't count if you do it in Morocco? Oh, wow. E. E doesn't count. If you do, if you <laughs> That's do an E. That's yeah. a solid answer. That is, that is, a, that yeah. is possibly the best answer. That's the right answer. All right, and... Uh, Last question. I don't. I don't know if you guys had a chance to see the weekly weep last week. I somehow, when we were talking about these topics, confused Amanda Bynes for that girl from Seattle who murdered those people in Italy. Allegedly. Oh no, oh, Amanda on. Knox. Amanda yeah. Knox. And I don't know why I thought that it had something to do with the way Alyssa said Amanda Bynes is the real victim here. <laughs> and so I thought, oh wow there are many ways to be a victim alex i know i know i'm i have a rare disease i have what's known as amandaphasia 
And I just have this blindness for people named Amanda. So I was le- I just wanted to know if you were going to make a mistake like that, what Amanda related thing would you suggest I watch? Oh. Who's your favorite oh. Amanda besides Amanda Bynes? Oh, I this is weirdly hard. Hold yeah. on. Uh mine's Amanda Pete. Uh she's been in Ooh, some Ooh, I stuff. like her angular uh, she's face. She's in the whole 9 yards or the whole 9, I think. Oh yeah, I love uh, Amanda Pete. Uh, yeah. Did you see her it's in a, recently that was great? Good Amanda. Uh Togetherness. She was in Togetherness, that show. Is she she's in pretty good Sicari- in that. Was she the girl in Sicario? Sicario? I, Sicario? Was she the one? I don't know what that is. Nope. That was a drug movie that came out this year. Oh, pa- no, last no, year. No, last no, year. No, it was no, one of the best no. movies, films of the no, year. No, that's, that's Emily Blunt. Oh, that's Emily Blunt. Okay, yeah. yeah Emily Blunt's phenomenal. amazing and not named Amanda. Ooh, yeah. Amanda Seyfried. Oh, sure. I oh, love her. yeah. She's got some really big eyes. She <laughs> does. That's a good Amanda. Yeah, that's a that's a damn fine Amanda. Uh, is what I always say. Is what I always told him. I wonder, uh, do you have a favorite Amanda, Caitlin? No, I'm looking up Amandas and I'm not <laughs> no. finding a good enough Amanda. I just landed on one. I was like, oh, who's Amanda Todd? And the first headline is tragic. So I don't, oh. um, the suicide of Amanda Todd doesn't sound like something fun. I don't know who she is and I'm already sad that I brought her up. <laughs> How about Amanda Budge? We went to elementary and middle school together before we went to different high schools. And I didn't Aww. know she was cool, but I found her on Facebook. You know what? She seems pretty cool. So Hey, yeah. here's to you, Amanda Libby, Budge. Or Amanda, sister to Libby Budge. You know, keep it going. Friend her on Facebook. She seems like a good kid. I just want to close this by reading you the Urban Dictionary definition of Amanda. Hot girl. A, a woman named Amanda is typically very beautiful with an incredible body and nice eyes. What? They're to be body. lovable. Amandas are envied by other women. No. What? <laughs> this is weird. I want to read you a sample sentence. I wish I was Amanda. She's so pretty and nice. Hashtag, and Amanda uh, wrote that. This is a sexy, crowdsourced love, site. Butt. This is definitely an Amanda who was <laughs> like, you know what? Butt. I'm starting something. You know what? Amanda sat down at the computer one night and was like, I am all, uh, this is what I am. I'm entering it in. Now yeah. I, Amanda, will be known as an Amanda. Listen, in this world, you're either Amanda or you wish you were Amanda. <laughs> That's right. I wish I was. She has chutzpah. She went you on know, there online and she made Amanda a thing. I, mean, I, off to I you, wish I had Amanda Amanda's confidence. It's hard maybe... to take something seriously on a website where immediately under the definition, the trending topics box starts with butt Pepsi. <laughs> is, butt, well, well. is butt Coke okay? All right. Um, those, are, those are some great Amanda. Oh, also other favorite Amanda, Amanda Linebaugh. Yes. Well, sure. Well, that's an amazing Amanda. Yeah, she's, she's I mean, her and Amanda Seyfried. Up there. Agreed. Uh, and Amanda Budge, don't forget. <laughs> Never forget. Hashtag Amanda Budge. <laughs> hashtag love. Hashtag butt. Are we back to saying hashtag? We probably will never No, we be. should not be. It's it's like, th- that's like the long sleeve shirt under the short sleeve shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's the game of lightning bonus round. Uh, you can suggest games and questions and topics for Amanda. Uh, and, or you can answer your favorite Amanda with the hashtag lightning bonus round. Um, I just said that. I don't know why. I feel like it's the thing you're supposed to, a way you're supposed to talk. Um, yeah, or you could wow. do hashtag rip top five. Or you could tell me if you prefer the name lightning bonus round to the game top five. Since I'm not usually getting to five, I thought better than saying top four. Anyway, now is time for our minor compliment. We're going to go in reverse order. So, Tanya, you're up first. No segue required. What is your minor compliment for what a girl wants? Oh, jeez. Um, oh, it can be a weak compliment. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, I guess in so in the scene where she goes to the ball in the blue dress 
Okay. Everyone know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm on board. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, the the dress that she's wearing has these like whimsical ribbons coming off of the back of it. Sure. And they call it them just ribbons. Ribbons. Wi- no, they no. they never did. <laughs> you started. Like you believed me. Good try, but no. <laughs> but I just remember. Um, I just remember a time, an innocent time in my life where I just wanted to be covered in like weird little bits of stuff. Like I just always <laughs> wanted like ribbons and shit like flying off of whatever it was I was wearing. You just and I remember just... a time in your life when you wanted to be covered in little bits of shit and stuff. Well, I was that girl who would like get things and then like, like I once I, <laughs> I had a, a thrift store like slip with like lace on the bottom and I sewed sequins all over it. And then I wore it sort of like a tube top. (laughs) I just, I just feel the need to share this (laughs) because this is the sort of stuff that really spoke to me (laughs) during this time frame. Like this was a little late for, for me to personally be inspired by her fashion in this, in this instant. But there were just so many moments of people dressing themselves in this movie that just made me feel like, Oh man, I remember you. I remember. And and it felt a little warm and fuzzy like when she like stormed after Ian on the terrace and the little ribbon like took to the air. I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> I wanted that. I wanted that so much. I wanted to be bedecked in ribbons just chasing boys around on terraces. That was a whole era in my life." So, compliments for really bringing that back. I when you s- described yourself as being covered in little bits of shit and stuff, I was picturing like your clothing is decorated like a mini Applebee's. Just <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be covered in flair. Oh my gosh, no, but remember how we used to put all the all the buttons on our bags. Does anyone remember youth? Oh, buttons, I patches, go. you would sew in weird stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got a couple oh, buttons on my sure. backpack. Yeah. Just I everyone, have a button yeah. maker. Like, yeah. I am regressing back to remember? that. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. one of the buttons on my backpack is these two little apples with glasses. Aww. Oh, boy. It's like the apples sweet. are people who have glasses. <laughs> they are. They are. Uh, this is a button that Caitlin gave me. All right. Uh, all right. So, uh, continuing backwards, Chris, minor compliment. Oh, yeah. Um, on the date that we saw twice, uh, once between her, uh, Amanda Bynes and Ian, and once between Amanda Bynes and her dad, they go shopping at a big flea market or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ian, the, the age-appropriate boy, uh, buys her some little bracelets that she puts on her wrist. And you know what? Bracelets might be the perfect date gift. Oh. Uh, it's small. It's yeah. relatively inexpensive, or it could be pretty expensive, depending yep. on how much money you're willing to drop. It doesn't wearable. have any lasting symbolism, yeah. and uh, it, you don't have to carry it around any, anywhere. You just put it on your wrist, yeah. rest of the day, and you're, you're good to go. You know, it's not like a big like stuffed bear you win somebody to carnival. My God. <laughs> yeah, that always <laughs> seems like a cute idea, and then you get home, and you're like, Jesus, now Ooh. this bear needs its own room. Yeah, exactly. Now you know Chris's hierarchy of date gifts. <laughs> yep. Tanya, I hope you like a lot of bracelets. (laughs) And I'll get you one of those rope chokers. Nope, that's just for Ian. Yep, just (laughs) Ian. Hey, can you make it look like my neck is covered in a leather thong? Great. (laughs) Uh, Not not the underwear thong. Come on, guys. uh, Speaking of dates... Uh, my, my you comment. said that with no confidence whatsoever. Well, it's because when I started saying it, I hadn't figured out what the last word was going to be. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Speaking of, I was saying segues. speaking of slowly enough that I could get to a thought, and this kind of works. Speaking of dates, uh, my minor compliment, also a wee compliment, which is that I think twins should always date twins. And nope. so, oh, yeah. 
I know, Chris, you're not necessarily into this, but I think technically you and your sister should be dating another pair of uh, fraternal twins. I think that'd be great. No, so there's these these, uh, uh, shitty twins, and then they meet shitty twins of the opposite gender and immediately, like, are like we are engaged now. Betrothed. They just yeah. yeah. They just march off in pairs uh, for presumably a double wedding and identical children. And wait, no, it wouldn't be identical children because there's a randomness to nope. it. Nope. But like, nope. A strong. <laughs> but wouldn't wait? Okay, wait. So if you ha- if you were identical twins, careful, Alex. <laughs> careful, Alex. Wait, I just. No- <laughs> He just keeps going back to this hole in the ground. No, I just... Trying to make it deeper. I, I, if you had two sets of identical twins who had each had a child, would you be able to tell from a paternity test which one was from which parent? I thought those would produce identical results. Wait, what? Uh, it wouldn't necessarily be identical results, but the parent test, you're right, would be... Would yeah, be they the wouldn't same. be identical genetically, but they would have the same parental markers for both parents. Yeah. That that is actually true. Like if you got a shockingly, you said something true about twins. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wish there was a way you could just like uh, that without any work, I could just play a, now a mashup of all the times I've said things about twins. <laughs> without doing true. any work, <laughs> quick play that back. Man, I wish we had an intern and who had a lot of time and a really good voice to text things so they could search it. Yes. And they could put this all together right now. Um, or I wish we were big enough that we had the crazy enough fans that one of them would just send this to us now. Yeah, that sounds expensive. But listeners, if you just imagine that that happens, yeah, that's that. free. Imagine a bunch of lies and, and misinformation about twins uttered rapidly while Chris is not happy about it. Well, I'm grumbling. Just, it's the same grumbling that I do when Ez and Alex are talking about buying domain names. But when, same grumbles. <laughs> but when one of them has sex, the other one can feel it, right? God. <laughs> okay. So, Caitlin, that leaves you. What's your favorite Oh, that was so. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, so gross and so funny. I would like to compliment uh, a little bit of casting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am always happy to see Anna Chancellor, who you yeah. might remember in uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Not I Anna was, Chandler. Oh, Duckface. Chancellor, yeah, or uh, yeah, it, it's Chancellor. There's yeah. a C in there. Yep. Um, There's also yeah, she's Duckface, a, a friend of the show, uh, which is Anna yeah. Chandler. I oh, always yeah. no, I always whenever I see her in things, I always yell Duckface, and then Chris I, goes who, and then I go, well, her name was Fiona, but they called her Duckface. Her name was her name Henrietta or Henrietta or something. It was Fiona because then he calls her Fee at one point. Uh. I think that she, Fee is a different actress. I think oh that gosh. Henrietta oh, Duckface right. no, is the one right. that he, yeah, the ex-girlfriend. No, because she always Fiona plays Kristen Scott Thomas. Uh, also gorgeous. I, mm. I think that both of the women who get frozen out in Four Weddings and a Funeral are gorgeous. Anna Shams is one of them. So I was a little bummed to see her in a role in which she is uh, an ice queen who is unlovable. Well, uh, I Okay, the thing with her was that he presumably liked her at some point, and as soon as... Uh, New child, American child. Had they actually life? developed that character, you would have seen yeah, this nothing. P- 
period in his life in which he lost a true love because he assumed that she just left him, and he was left to rebuild his life, and he moved it in this direction that he was being pressured to go down. But we got only glimpses of what that Nothing actually was. About her life, and I would love to have had just a tiny moment where he's like, you know, before this American daughter of mine showed up, I liked you. There's just nothing. I know. Yeah. Yeah, she seemed relatively reasonable as just like as people go. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Like there really wasn't much. Of, I mean, other than like, yeah, a little power hungry, but. Eh. but yeah. Can you blame a woman? Come on. Yeah, I feel fine about you it. You got to take what's yours. Yeah. All right. Oh, yes. Was it, sorry. Oh, Henrietta. Uh, so we, we went off. But I tangent. liked her. Oh, that was. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's my. I'm, I was bummed with the role she got. I would have liked to see her play. You know, someday she maybe will get a role in which she isn't an uh, you know a hate filled hag. Uh, but I think she's lovely, and I want her to cash those checks. Get it, girl. Yeah, get it any way you can. She's probably Boom. still getting little checks from two thousand. Good. That's right. Cash them. <laughs> Do it. Make that money. I know. You I watched were, it I on YouTube you sped back. up, so it was only an hour and 20 minutes long, and I paid you nothing, but nonetheless, I really <laughs> so, hope that somehow you're getting money. I, so true. I, and I know you, were, you had all those checks piling up from uh, the union, and you were like, I'm not sure if I'm ever going to cash these, but now you have moral permission. Enjoy that money. You deserve it. going to take it. <laughs> was that to me? Because I don't have any checks from any union. You don't? <laughs> No, oh. God, I wish. I owe checks to a union. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on that side of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, but solidarity. Woe is me, gosh darn it, down here in Hollywood trying to make it happen and actually literally having to pay my dues. That's it for the show, you guys. The end. We made it. You made it. We've all gotten through. We found wow. out what a girl wants. This was an odd. Never watch this tough. movie again. Yeah, this is a tougher watch than I pictured yeah. it being. Yeah, for a movie that starts with us like zooming over a skyline, which usually for me is a good sign, this was a rough, a rough viewing. Have you watched <laughs> the Tour de France, Tanya? No. So I get. I mean, it's sports. So you wouldn't want to, but it turns out it's not really sports. It's mostly just a helicopter flying over France slowly. And that seems great. It's yeah. kind of great. I could see how I could warm to this. Yeah, there's a bunch of cycling, but it doesn't matter. It's mostly just the helicopter shots of French countryside. And you know, I did watch the oh, triplets nice. of Belleville, so it's like I've seen the tour. De <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna be back in again next week. Next week we're talking about terminal velocity. Ooh. This is sponsored by Paul, who says uh, 1994 was the year for movies, which I think he's right. Wasn't that uh, uh, Goodwill Hunting and? Right? Pretty sure it was the move year for movies, Alex. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Uh, so 1994, the year for movies, including... Uh, it was also my year for movies, as I saw uh, 100-plus theatrical releases that year, although mostly on VHS when they came out later. But uh, he watched a ton of movies in 1994, and for whatever reason, still has a so- spot, soft spot for even the worst of those movies. So Wow. We're going to be... Apparently, I assume that he means this is one of those, and not one of the Goodwill Hunting ones, but... Who knows? Who knows? Find out. Not seen Terminal velocity, velocity, a.k.a. Goodwill <laughs> of yeah. the skies. Uh, uh, quick, really quick, <laughs> other 1994 movies, Forrest Gump, Pulp Fiction, The Lion King, Shawshank Redemption, Interview with a Vampire, <gasps> Four Weddings and a Funeral. Hey. Oh, yeah. yeah, someone should make me rewatch that so I stop naming people the wrong names. 
you know? Yeah. Well, duck face. Important. That was close. Uh, no, it was Fiona versus Henrietta. Also. But Henrietta was duck face. You got duck Henrietta face. Henrietta right? was. Yes. Du- well, yes, that's true. Also, Interview of the Vampire, The Mask, Quiz Show, and uh, sort of a. Uh, an ill-fated Flintstones live-action remake. I saw that. That was terrible. <laughs> oh, man. Totally saw Interview with the Vampire that year. Weird choice, parents. <laughs> oh, and we saw Time Cop. That was from that year. Whoa. Nice. And Clerks and Maverick. Oh, man. And D2. Yeah, maybe 1994 hey, really was the year for movies. Welcome back to 1994, the podcast. <laughs> That's, you know, I'm a little surprised that doesn't exist if it doesn't. The idea, like, I'm going to watch all of the films in 1994. That sounds like a podcast that exists. Yeah. I have the right autistic friends to make that podcast. They reflexively know every film and when it was made. I'd like to... Oh, 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 I have have those friends, friends too. too. Except that I don't... Yeah. They're... Yeah. They're bi-coastal, all these friends. Yeah, that... Those friends are... Ugh. That's... It's amazing. Like, why do you know that? It's a weird way to know the things. Yeah. So, if you have that podcast... Uh, and you listen to this show, let us know. We'll check it out. Yeah, or I'd guest on it. I don't listen to shows that I'm not on. Anyway. Ah! Uh, <laughs> neat habits. <laughs> That's weird. I listen to every show I'm not on. I don't, I never, I never tuned in. I love your show. I've never heard an episode that I've been on. I'd have to listen to me? Jesus Christ, oh, no, I already had to do that yeah, for yeah. the last hour with that's you. Yeah, I get a little cringy about that. It's weird. No, I totally get that. Uh, what I meant is I listen to a podcast, uh, if you're going to have me on, on the way to your oh, house. Oh, gotcha. So that I yeah. know what it's mm-hmm. about. Other than that, you're not listening to shows? No, that's... Oh, Whoa! That's no, I, I listen to a lot. Uh, you can edit this out and then record a thing that's like, I support other podcasts actively. These are a list of ones that I enjoy, would enjoy doing if they happen to want me. No big and deal. And then do, do our voices being like, oh, Alex, that's such a good idea. You're so magnanimous, <laughs> Alex. Wow, you so well listened. You did all the listens. I, uh, the first time I ever did a show in LA, before I went to stand up, I was doing a sketch show. And somebody, I had invited a person and he said, I don't go to shows I'm not on. And I've just like internalized that as my favorite like Hollywood answer to things. So I say it even when it's not true. I just think it's a fun thing. It's just a fun sentence. Like, just uh, that person exists. Isn't that great? Anyway, I also want to start this podcast. I just want 1994 to be my podcast. Get it, girl. I want to watch. <laughs> oh, man, I <laughs> can watch Blank it. Check. You can be the Amanda of 1994 podcast. Oh, yeah. I, watch Blank <laughs> check again. I love that movie. And the Go little get it, Alex. Man. All right. Beverly Hills Cop 3. Oh, come on. You can't <laughs> I possibly can't be that listen, enthusiastic Alex. about Beverly Hills Cop Beverly Hills 3. Beverly Hills 3 was such a... I, it was, obviously, this is the time and place, but when I saw that, I was like too young to be watching R-rated movies, uh, according to my parents, and so it was like a sneak movie, and it was really funny because they were like saying funny things and having guns. Yeah. Anyway, so tune in for our new podcast, 1994, the podcast, starting next <laughs> week with Terminal Velocity. Uh, uh, thank you so much for Paul the sponsoring, and thank you so much to Alyssa for sponsoring this show. Uh, Alyssa, we really appreciate it. This was super fun, and I'm glad. Thanks, Alyssa. Yeah, hey, thanks so much. The fate brought you and your husband and Amanda Bynes, and now all four of us together, and bound us in the in the beauty of father daughter dances. Ugh. And you're right, Amanda Bynes is the victim, along with everyone else who sat through this film. Yeah, we're yeah. all the Seriously. victims. Everyone's the victim except Colin Firth. He seemed to glide above it. Mm. He really he, did. Yeah, he really he conquered this. And many other things. Yeah. All right. And my heart. 
Uh, I was Amen. G- Sometimes I like this <laughs> this next segment right here would be corrections where I say thing we fix things that where we apologize for things we said wrong on previous shows. But when I posted asking for corrections, uh, everyone thought we were just reading Franzen. And so Yeah. And they were they so correction. was like, Oh, it's so we, sorry yeah. you have to read Franzen again. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't keep track of what we've done, so we're doing it again, guys. <laughs> Yeah, that would be surprising. Anyway, so send us, though, if you have any uh, concerns. I'm sure we said at least a few things wrong today. Please send us your corrections, and we will include them on the show next week. Uh, and uh, please, uh, oh, yeah, lastly, uh, Amazon.com. Not a scam. Thank you Not for being scam. here, as always, at C. Walter Smith. Yep. At the Tanya Best. You know it. And our so very special guest at Robot Caitlin on Twitter. Yeah. Thank you so much as always. Yeah, it is always such a pleasure. And uh, I, this seems like, although terrible, not as bad as most of the things you've had to do. Honestly, no. This was mercifully short, especially finding the condensed version on YouTube. Uh, it didn't lose any content. It just had to be sped up so it didn't get kicked off YouTube, which yes. was great. Yes. Uh, and yeah, it was, man, so glad the days of Ghost are gone. Yes. And, you know, between this and The Mummy, uh, you gave me two films that I could sit through, occasionally laugh at, and not feel scarred at the end of. So, yeah. better hey. than Perfume, huh? Very light scar. <laughs> perfume was, oh, man. Oh, perfume I like was perfume, bonkers. I oh. Gosh, Caitlin, we really have put you through some shit. Sorry yeah. about no, that. No, nothing's going to top Ghost, guys. No, nothing, nothing could ever. ever top Ghost. Nope, you can nothing do, could ever. I, I really thought that the thing that would have it is the uh, uh, God's Not Dead. I thought that would hold the title for, for all time. But then there was Ghost. And uh, yeah, we found a new low. I did hear there's a God's Not Dead sequel. There is. Uh, I'm God's just going to announce too. publicly that fuck you, I will not do that podcast. Yeah, we're not. Just want to put that on the public record. <laughs> that has actually been our philosophy as well. Okay, uh, we good not, job. We passed on it, uh, mostly because my heart couldn't handle Melissa Joan Hart being on that <laughs> side of the of history. I really wanted us to do it now because it's like my heart can't take it. Yeah. My heart can't see that heart. It wouldn't work. Uh, that all right. Joan Hart. All right. We'll be back next week. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Bye, everybody. Psh.